This is Science Friday. I'm Ira Flato. And I'm Kathleen Davis. And now it's time to check in on the state of science. This is KER St. Louis Public Radio. Iowa Public Radio News. Local science stories of national significance. As the effects from climate change intensify, some regions will need to get creative when it comes to sourcing drinking water, especially those in drier parts of the country. Coastal cities have the option to invest in technology like desalination plants. But what about communities that don't have easy access to a large body of water? In Reno, Nevada, they're exploring wastewater recycling as a solution, converting the water that flushes toilets and showers into purified, safe drinking water. But will the public be on board for all of this? Joining me to talk more about these efforts is my guest, Caleb Radel, Mountain West News Bureau reporter for KUNR. He's based in Reno, Nevada. Welcome to Science Friday. Hi, Kathleen. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about Reno and Nevada's drinking water availability in general? Yeah, so right now, Reno has plenty of drinking water. Most of it comes from the Truckee River. And this past winter was one of the wettest on record. So the river and the area reservoirs are pretty full right now. Down in southern Nevada, the Las Vegas area, there's more concern. Um, That's because 90% of their water comes from the Colorado River, which some Mm -hmm. people call ground zero for climate change. Um, It's been shrinking for decades because of overuse and drought. But again, because of the wet winter we just had, it's in better shape than in years past. So there's no immediate threat to drinking water there either. So in some ways, this project that you're going to tell us about is a way to maybe pattern the blow in the future. Is that right? Exactly. Um, so six years ago, several agencies in the region started a pilot project called One Water Nevada. And the goal was to take the wastewater, like you mentioned, that flushes down people's toilets and recycle it into clean drinking water. Some people call this from toilet to tap. And they've worked on this for years on a pretty small scale. And they consistently proved that it was meeting national and state safe drinking water standards. So now project leaders are in the process of designing a wastewater recycling plant um, that's scheduled to break ground next year. And that large-scale plant's expected to recycle up to 2 million gallons of wastewater per day. Wow. So how is this wastewater recycling going to work? Well, I'll start by pointing out what makes this project different. Like you mentioned at the top, a lot of advanced purified water facilities are in coastal communities. And the technology they often use, like you said, desalination. Some use reverse osmosis. And that's a membrane that basically takes everything that's bad in the water and concentrates it into a brine. And then that brine gets dumped into the ocean. Since Reno's nowhere near the ocean, they don't have that option. So they're using a newer technology to purify their water. It's a combination of charcoal filtering and ozone. Adding ozone to water breaks down organic compounds into smaller particles. Then they add what they call a coagulant, a chemical that causes those small particles to stick together so they can be removed easily. And that's where the carbon filtering comes in and removes them. So there's more to it, but those are the big steps to turn the wastewater into drinking water. So as you said, some people call this project from toilet to tap. Um, I can imagine there might be a mental block for some people uh, to getting on board with this. Um, I mean, what's the city doing to help warm people up to this? Well, that's a great question. Um, They use the inside of a semi-trailer as a mobile treatment lab. 
And they've been bringing that to community events around Reno so residents can see the treatment process and learn about the science and technology that goes into purifying the wastewater. The facility itself will also have a large demonstration area where people can see the process on a big scale and they'll even give tours for people to the plant. Because at the end of the day, the project leaders told me that the biggest hurdle isn't the technology. It's gaining public trust and getting people over the, quote, yuck factor Mm. of drinking recycled wastewater. And if you're wondering, (laughs) I didn't try the water because they didn't have a sample available. And I will say my wife suggested not to try any if I was offered. (laughs) There might have been a veiled threat of never kissing me again if I did. Okay, okay. So she lucked out, and I guess I did too. Um, but I, I seriously, I totally would have tried it. I was convinced that they were producing safe drinking water. Okay. I'm Kathleen Davis, and this is Science Friday from WNYC Studios. So as you said, I mean, the West has had a wetter year than we've seen in the past few years. Why invest in this now? So when they started this effort six years ago, the Reno area was in a stretch of very severe drought years. And at the same time, the population here was booming. Now, six years later, Reno is still one of the fastest growing cities. We've had some wet winters recently, so that's helped stave off concerns of water supplies being affected. But that can shift pretty quickly in the age of climate change. Here's Lydia Teal. She's an engineer and project leader with the Reno area's water utility. We don't know if we would have years-long droughts. We don't know if there could be a catastrophic fire on the Truckee River where the quality is decreased for a period of time. We don't know. And so having this is just one more drop in the bucket for the community. So when is Reno actually planning to integrate this recycled wastewater into the drinking water? Well, the facility is expected to be finished by 2026. And during the first year that it's up and running, the purified water will be monitored and used to irrigate nearby alfalfa fields. And if it's meeting safe drinking levels during that time, the next step will be injecting it into the groundwater. It'll be stored there for a few years in the aquifer. Then it'll be pulled up from the groundwater and tested some more. And if that water is still clean and safe for drinking, then they'll keep it banked underground for future use. Kind of like a rainy day fund that they'll keep adding to. Mm. And then that water could be available for use as early as 2029. But they obviously hope they don't need to send it to people's taps that soon. In this case, it's the later, the better. So I imagine that nearby communities will be watching how this program in Reno develops. Do you think that these wastewater recycling systems are going to become more common in the next few decades? Yeah, experts I spoke with believe they will. In the West, there's largely more demand for water than there is supply. And using and recycling every drop of water could become a necessity as the planet continues to warm. This year, Colorado, for example, became the first state to adopt regulations for treating wastewater and sending it directly to people's taps. And California has been at the forefront of these wastewater recycling efforts. There's more than a dozen across the state. And right now there's a proposed facility in Los Angeles County that would be the biggest one yet. It would send up to 150 million gallons of recycled wastewater a day back into the drinking water supply. And right now, leaders of that project are in the phase of trying to convince policymakers and the public that it's a project worth supporting. That's all the time that we have for now. Thank you so much, Caleb. Thank you. Caleb Radel, Mountain West News Bureau reporter for KUNR in Reno, Nevada.